welcome to this week's Digital Learning Tidbits for October 29th, 2021. I'm Lee Morgan. And I am Shalika Law. Shout out again to Puckett Second Grade for, uh, for last week's music segment. Um, thank you, Ms. Hackett, for participating in that. Music teachers, choir teachers, band teachers, again, we would love to have your participation in this. So if you would um, like to send in a little audio clip of your group, make sure you do that using the link provided in our email. This week on digital citizenship, our current focus is still on privacy and security. Lee, talk to us about privacy and security. Well, when you start out with young kids, we need to talk about passwords and what you share with others. And as you're creating those conversations and having those conversations, you know, explain how important it is to keep your passwords to yourself and explain how to be secure and how you keep everything to yourself. Yep. That's incredibly important. For upper grades, we need to look at what do we share? How do we share and who do we share with? So check your sharing statuses. Check what you are sharing as far as locations. Be aware of who you are sharing stuff with. And each app you download, there are sharing components you need to double check as you are opening those apps and checking off certain things. What are you sharing with those apps? That's incredibly important. I know there's so many temptations with especially middle school and high school kids that have all this technology in their hands. So um, this is a great opportunity to help those middle school and high school students think about, are you being private? Are you being secure on your social media? So we've also included some ideas for um, a simple way that you can incorporate these lesson plans over privacy and security in RTI or advisory activities. We know that every campus does some form or fashion of RTI or advisory. So if you need some things to fill that time, then check those websites or those lessons out. So we have some beta light speed changes coming Wednesday on November 3rd, and they're gonna be improved in additional functionality for customized web rules for groups of students and easier access to class controls. Shall I go share a little bit more about what's coming? Yeah, so guys, most people are really enjoying the light speed that um, we are utilizing this year. Granted, no, no program is perfect. We know that kids are smart. They're hacking the system and stuff, but it's still helping for the most part. So some changes that are coming out that are um, their beta changes. So this might change a little bit as they work through the issues that come up with them. But there are customized web rules now, not just for an entire course, but you can put groups of students together and set customized web rules that will override the full class rules for just that specific group of students. So this might be beneficial if you have a kid going to AEP or if you have a kid going to ISS and you can work with the AEP and ISS teachers to set that specific group web rules that um, is helping those ISS or AEP teachers out or some form of a situation like that. Um, we've had lots of various situations come up. Um, also, there are easier access to those class controls. So like muting or sharing a link and all of that, it's going to be accessible from the top of that dashboard for that course, where it'll be easy to see, easy to access, easy to use. All right, Raptor is the big talk in our district right now. You guys, not, not the Velociraptor. I know that's there's a lot of <laughs> jokes going around about that, but Raptor, our emergency management service that we are using, 
Um, we have included a quick tutorial on how to bookmark that Raptor website URL if you would like to utilize the web version instead of your phone version. Speaking of Raptor, our code word for this week is Raptor. Now maybe this might be a trick or if you play along, it might be a treat. So check out the Google form in our email. So yeah, definitely trick or treat. Good thing you guys are listening to the podcast. So at the very, very bottom of the email, make sure you look for that hidden Google form and type in your code word to see if you get a treat. Funding and COVID restrictions have still put a damper on taking kids on field trips. And of course, our location just it's not possible for us to take some field trips that would be beneficial for critical thinking in our classrooms. So this week on the four C's via technology, we are talking about critical thinking by using virtual field trips. Um, if you click on the link for the virtual field trips in the email or in the uh, Google Slides presentation, there are, I believe, 25. Isn't that right, Lee? Absolutely. There's 25, 25 that are um, talked about and linked to that are incredible field trips. But Lee's going to talk us through the four that we featured this week on our podcast. For social studies, we feature the U.S. Census Bureau. So looking at statistics in schools and just different things that they can explore and learn more about. And so this is a great tool. When we look at music, the birth birthplaces of music. There's a virtual field trip to check out Vienna, New Orleans, Cleveland, and Bristol. When we look at access to Mars, you can enter and look at a 360 view and NASA's Curiosity Rover is a great tool. And then when we're talking about art, check out the Met. We may not be able to go to the Met, but we can go virtually to the Met. Thanks for joining us on this ever-evolving journey that is digital learning. Until next time, always remember, cross your T's, dot your I's, and use these tidbits to kiss those digital learning fears goodbye. Have a great day.